Thank you for coming. Actually, thank you for tuning in to episode number seven. So, it is good to be back with you this week. Today is July 22nd, 2023. And this week, this podcast is brought to you by a very productive week, a lot of good energy, a lot of lessons learned, and of course, a lot of productivity that took place. So, thank you for taking part and and being a part of my podcast moving forward to episode 7. And as we move forward on the process of Shabak Eko Saudatliki, we are turning to the north. meaning darkness. meaning north. We are in the fourth cardinal direction of the Navajo way of thinking of the um, we are in that process of the north direction, meaning pure darkness, meaning that there's no light from the setting sun or the rising sun. This is the eternal darkness of the night. And in this direction, the reference is referred to as Sihasin. Sihasin meaning assurance. Sihasin meaning reflection. Sihasin knowing that there's stability in your life. Kebe sihasin. Keh meaning your family. Kebe sihasin meaning kinship is stable. There is stability in your family. There is stability in your relations. And so in this direction, all that is in some way peaceful. And you went through the whole day. You start in the morning. You go through the day. You go through the afternoon. You go through the evening time. At the time when there's complete darkness and you're ready to, in some sense, go to sleep. You have this feeling of having accomplished all of your opportunities and your goals that you had laid out for yourself. Meaning that I accomplished. And in this direction, you have your limits as well. You know your limits as a five-fingered individual and as a person. Meaning your limits. You know your limits for yourself. And these are your boundaries. You know where you don't cross and you know where you stand as an individual. Meaning that you are careful and mindful of who you are. So, ayisi, ada, ahochi la. 
is the reference. Always taking care of yourself and staying healthy. And also, again, in this direction and in this mindset of you are mindful of your, your safe and unsafe places as you travel as well. So I you see yat ego in meaning that you're mindful of safe and unsafe places as you go places, you're careful, you're aware of your surroundings. And also in this direction, I always reference this a lot, is do Hujiya. Meaning that I think of this, I'm mindful of this. Meaning that you're being resourceful, you're being competent, and you're being wise in who you are as a person. My grandma used to always say to me a lot, you know, don't think crazy, don't think being, you know, unaware of yourself. You know these things we've taught you, you're human, you know how this process works, you know the teachings that have been instilled in you as a person. Aro eyad ayesi hojogo nashado jenizengo do jenigo injiga, meaning that you have positive things set for yourself and you empower yourself with positive words. Hojogo nashado jenizengo do jenigo injiga, you speak powerful positive words and you empower yourself in that mindset so i think of that a lot because i have the knowledge should not intend my culture auto old my my upbringing of who I, of how i was taught is embedded in this mindset of so I know my limits and I know that this direction kind of is also the the end of our eternal lives as our human form on this earth comes to an end in this direction as well we've reached the stage of our elder years and you know our relatives that pass on, this is the direction that recognizes that end of life. And I, I mentioned this last time that I wanted to be careful how I spoke about this because, you know, there's a lot of and you want to be careful uh, of, of this direction and of these words that you speak. But... Back in 2016, it became a big reality for me. 
all my years since I was born in 1985 to that year, I I had all of my family. I had my um my grandmother, my Che, my mom, my dad, my aunts, my little brother. But 2016 October, my grandma left. And in that process, there was a process. And we had to follow a certain way of, of what had happened. And I, I was never introduced to that before. And it was very eye-opening for me having to go through that process of losing a very close relative and taking them to return to the earth. So um, when it first happened, uh, I heard from the late Stephen Begay, and he shared with me what needed to be done. And he said, everybody else will not have the ability to do these things, so you have to do it. So I, I, learned, I learned that process. I, I'm, I was able to learn it, but I also shared it with other folks who go through this. And when, when a close relative on my dad's side had, had passed on, I shared with her daughter these, these protocol that had to be done. You know, we know some of them. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about them in this manner, but um, I shared what we had to do through each day. You know, there's, we look to four days four directions, four ways of life, everything. And those four days, something happens every day at the beginning, at the end of the day, all the way until they're returned back to the earth. Then there's four days after that, that we go through the cleansing, the cleaning, everything. So it was a very interesting process for me to go through and learn back in 2016. And... I'm real thankful that my late uncle shared that with me and what needed to be done traditionally. And I know a lot of people think that in the Navajo way, there's really no ceremony for death. There, there really isn't. But, you know, people say they just go through the, the Christian process of the church and returning our loved ones back to the earth. But there is a process that we take and we go through that. So I'm, I'm thankful that I know that. And when I think of Nohokos, I think of that. That's the first thing I think of, of that process of, of respecting your loved one and returning them back to the earth. So I wanted to share that as we conclude this portion of the four directions and that process of life. And of course, you know, uh, it's part of who we are as human. It's, it's something we've all faced and we've learned that what we go through and how to handle when our loved ones return back to the holy world. And 2016 really changed 
our way of life, our way of thinking. Since 2016, a lot of things had stopped. You know, we, we really, we stopped participating in ceremonies. We used to really be active. People used to come ask my grandparents to come to Nda and sing over there at uh, Jinje or Atino. And that stopped. It was interesting because 2016, I, I know my grandma knew, and you know, you, you probably can speak from experience when you know your loved one is preparing their departure. They do things, they talk to certain people, and that's exactly what happened. And around the summer times, I always think of this. I always think of this when summer starts, when the weather gets warm and it gets so hot and we start going through May, June, July, August, September. Each one of those months, every year, take me back to 2016. And I know she knew what would happen and she wouldn't be here much longer. And I, and I know that she did certain things to reflect what was gonna happen. And it was very interesting how she kept me part of that, how she kept us all part of that from the very beginning to the very end. And, you know, we went to dot ceremonies that summer and my, my grandma was very well known to have a very powerful voice. She used to sing very loud and you knew she was there. And I went with her. I stayed with her. We traveled with it in dot ceremony to first night, to second night, all the way to Sunday. And I, I have pictures. I have videos. I'm so thankful I have those things because it reminds me where I come from and the woman that raised me. Ayo Benashni. So that whole process that I went through that summer was because she knew that she would be leaving soon. And of all the ceremonies that take place in our way of life, Nda was her favorite. She enjoyed going to Nda. And so since 2016, we haven't done much of that. We've stayed away. We've helped people, but we, we haven't actively participated. So we're kind of getting comfortable again and, and returning to this dot ceremonies. So I just wanted to share that with you all. And um, it's, it's a beautiful life that we live. And it's a wonderful life when you live your full life as a human getting older becoming an elder becoming knowledgeable becoming a grandparent you you have all this knowledge and you share that so practice that i'm very thankful to have had my grandma shamasan i'm thankful to have my great grandma shicho and she also was a big 
person in my life, even though I knew her for only so long in my younger years, but I remember her. Her name was Ruby and my grandma was Sally. And I, 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 I remember them. Her name was Mamie and she came from Bahale. And so these women played an instrumental role in who I am and I'm thankful to everything that they started and created for me and passed down to me. My Nala Asa used to grow corn and I have that Tadadin to this day. I will never use it. I'll only use it when I feel like I need that level of protection or blessings. That's when I use it. Oh, I, I, I don't want to say I'm stingy with it, but that came from my nale, and I, and I want to keep it for as long as I can. And it's a little baby bottle full of tradidin, and she left that for me. You know, other people think of family leaving money, leaving materialistic things, but things like that, that they prepare for you in prayer mean a hundred times more than those materialistic things in our way of life. So those are things you want to carry on to your children, your grandchildren, their children that, that are going to be in the far future and you're part of that legacy. I think of those things. So, as we move forward, this week, this week was very challenging for me. And I, I felt like this week tested me a lot. Professionally, mentally. And I, I, I'm a strong believer in Tlet. Aro Beso Benina. The, the teachings of jealousy around money. People get jealous when money's involved, when they find out people get money and how much it costs. And they think of that first before anything else. <clears throat> and I went through that. And I won't share the details, but I, I was in that situation where there was a lot of to me, resentment based off of money. And it's always interesting when the person's older than me, older than my mom. And I find that very, it opens my eyes and I think, it doesn't sit well with me. And I could never be that sort of individual. If anything, you know, I've given out a lot of money. I mean, I'm not bragging either, but I've loaned out money. And, you know, you probably know this. Not all of it comes back. But that's how I was raised, you know. Whether it's money, whether it's something that you buy with it and you give it to someone. You're generous. You share that. I learned that. I really learned that from my mom. She's always buying for people. I find out that she loans money out and it doesn't come back either. 
So I get upset with her and I say, I I'm not even asking. I don't even ask you for money. And she goes, Ado, then So I, I respect that. I know my limits. I know not to push that conversation. Uh, I, I leave it right there. <clears throat> but I went through this this past week and I had to talk to my family and I had to reflect on this situation. And I just thought, you know, the crab in the bucket, when, when an opportunity comes, we grab that person and we pull them back down. And that's kind of what I went through. And I've, I've analyzed the situation from all areas that I could. And I'm just shocked. I'm, first and foremost, I'm, I'm disappointed in the behaviors of individuals. And at the same time, I'm sticking to my upbringing of removing myself from this environment and being careful in my future of this situation. And I feel like when you put that kind of behavior on people where you're trying to bring them down, they'll avoid you. And I and I I can believe that. I've I do that. I'm careful of certain individuals. I think of that when I see them. So I I keep them at a distance. I respect them. But I don't go beyond that. I don't push anything. I don't try to be a good friend. I just I know my limits with some of these situations and these individuals. So that happened to me this past week and I wanted to, you know, really encourage and dis dis encourage the discouragement of people and encourage you to have an open mind all the time and to not be a crab and pull people down in opportunities that they're recognized that they're, you know, it affects their mental stability. And I'm so glad I have a strong foundation of my teaching. So I can, you know, I, I bounce back and I reflect and I, I'm careful when I come back out. Today, we were in Crown Point at the Eastern Fair, it has finally returned after the pandemic. They didn't have it last year or the year before that. So it finally returned this year. It was wonderful to see a lot of people in Eastern Navajo, in Crown Point, New Mexico, our relatives, our friends. And we walked the whole parade. We gave out a lot of t-shirts and goodies sheep herder specials it was a wonderful feeling to be there we plan to be in every parade during this fair season so this is the beginning of that my team is amazing they dedicated time to build a float they designed it they designed the t-shirts they designed all the things that went on the float it went together perfectly it was disassembled perfectly and it was just amazing i'm so proud of the the team that I work for and I'm proud to be part of them and all the good things that have happened today and as well throughout the whole week everyone does an amazing job 
So that was today, and it was windy this morning, and it got real hot after that. The day was just wonderful. And now I'm kind of reflecting back on the whole week, the whole day, and sharing that message of supporting each other and uplifting us, every one of us. When I travel and go places like going out to Crown Point, I always think, where can I support Navajo? Where can we keep this Navajo? So everything that we did to prepare for this event was everything Navajo or native purchased. The t-shirts were, were from a Navajo printer, which is um, Navajo Designs, AKA Joel Uintilly. My fellow classmate from the Winter Rock Fighting Scouts, class of 2003. I've known Joel for decades. And so he printed those 500 plus t-shirts for us. So yeah, Joel, for the amazing work you do, please support Navajo. And he screen printed these t-shirts for us. He modified the design so it could be done. And I'm real thankful to the work that he has done for us. The design of the t-shirt came from our employees plus our interns that are working with us. So Tanaba is an, is an artist that works for NACE. She's an e-commerce specialist, but um, she, she does art. She draws beautiful work, paintings. And she designed the drawing that's on the t-shirt that was given out today. And our interns added some color to it and they finished it. So Shamiqua is a student at American IAIA Institute of American Indian Arts. And um, the print was put on the t-shirt. So all Navajo made. And that means a lot to me. After that, um, the design, everything that was developed was all from Navajo. Navajo produced and fabricated. And we highlighted the, the female role because the theme of the fair was about Nihamado, Nihamasan, Nihanala'asa. It was around that role of the female in our family. So we had our, our of a weaver. And we had a silversmith who are both, they both work for us as well, but that's not their job full time. They're, they're a sales associate and they're, they're a supervisor. But these are things they do on the side at home, a silversmith and the weaver. So they both did that, a live demonstration on the float. So it was good to see that. It was good to be a part of that. And that's what we did today. And then when I was going to Crown Point, I thought, you know, setting up the agenda so that I stayed with Navajo as much as I could, buying a burrito from a Navajo vendor. Even after the parade, we um, we ate at Victoria's Pizza, and Victoria has a wonderful pizza restaurant there in Crown Point, the only location on the reservation, so you have to travel to Crown Point to, to try her delicious pizza so that's what we ate afterwards so it was it was staying navajo i always try to do that as much as i can you know except like basic necessities which come from these big conglomerate walmart what have you but um even seeing kevin today and native boba tea and 
trying the new fresca, the watermelon fresca, you have to try it. It is the best. Navajo produced again. So sticking to that Navajo agenda as much as you can and buying Navajo and supporting native businesses. But you know how when you're cashing out too, it says, would you like to leave a tip? I'm not cheap. I'll tip the highest I can. And that's what I do. And I, I encourage you to do the same because that's how we support ourselves as entrepreneurs in the Navajo mindset, in the Navajo native entrepreneurship. <clears throat> so continue to support Navajo, continue to keep that part of your agenda. Today is the 22nd. I have only like 30 or less days to get ready for in the market. So that's coming up and I hope to interview a, a few of my fellow artist friends and share that with you in some podcasts in August. A lot of good things are coming up. And so as we get busier, there's so much good things come to prepare for. We finished the Eastern Fair and the next big thing is the Gallup Ceremonial. I love Gallup Ceremonial. I have a, an amazing story to share about about the Gallup Inner Travel Indian Ceremonial. I'll probably do that the Sunday before ceremonial. Uh, it, it's about my grandparents and a love story. I'm kind of giving it all away, but I also have a song to share that I'm not going to sing, but my grandparents composed this song, and I'll tell you about the story of that. So, thank you for tuning in again, and share this week in good energy, and don't be a crab in the bucket, and support and uplift each other. And share encouragement. Share good things. As they say in our Navajo way of life. Encourage in the public. Look to good things in the public. Criticize. And correct things at home. In your home. In the privacy of your home. That doesn't mean get on social media. And do that. That. You know, people used to be able to talk to one another. I make I, I tease my interns a lot because I said, you know, a long time ago, that little device in your hand didn't, those didn't exist. We used to confront each other person to person. Nowadays, we throw each other under the bus on the Internet. And when it comes to seeing each other in person, we look the other way like we didn't even say anything at all. Do not be that person. Do it the way we learned. Do it our grandparents' way. Do it the Masan way. Do it the Che way. And confront face to face in an adult manner. Learn that process of your limits. Nowadays, we get so upset and we post all this stuff on the internet and we say, damn this, damn that, cheaty net, cheaty, cheaty. I remember those times when my late grandmother used to approach people in person. If she found out someone said something about her family, she used to go over there. It was kind of scary sometimes, too. She would drive right up to so-and-so's house and then she would 
Just lay it out. I heard this. Tell me, is it true? Let's talk about it. Last year, I was privy to a situation like that. I had these two hastui that I knew that, that I worked for in the past, and they used to argue over email. Finally, they decided to come together, and I got, I was asked to be there to witness, and they talked. First, they introduced their clans. They found out how they're related to each other. They started to hash out the situation. Their voices got a little loud and a little deeper. But then they came to a solution and they respected one another. It was good to see that. And that's something we should practice as well. So I'll leave that there. Thank you very much. Take care of yourselves. I shall see you all. Or you'll hear from me. I'll hear from you. If you, if you want me to focus on some topics, please let me know. And I look forward to seeing you again or hearing from, you'll be hearing from me again next weekend. So, take care of yourselves. Drink a lot of water. Hydrate. Watch over your parents, your family. The weather's still pretty hot outside. And, um, yeah, share good energy. The information provided in this podcast is for general purposes only. The views and opinions expressed by myself or any contributors of this podcast are of their own and do not necessarily reflect the views of the podcast, any producers or affiliations of the producers or creators of this podcast. Akihat.